we've been getting spoiled since the start of the year up until this point. New music, new singles, new albums dropping left and right. Now, most recently, Post Malone has officially confirmed his forthcoming album, 12 Carat Toothache. 12 Carat Toothache. There we go. Which, by the way, it's up. Is a dope name for an album, nothing basic, something that sort of catches your ear. And clearly, from you know, hearing me trying to pronounce it, I'm not even I'm not even able to say it correctly. So now I gotta think about the album title twice. And it's just the little things like this. I appreciate an um album rollout, album announcement, you know, build the anticipation and hype up ultimately till the project drops. Now, with this, we haven't had an album from Post Malone since 2019. So about um, two years and some change. You could argue three if you're just going by, you know, the year number. But with that, he's been he's been pretty low key. He's been ghost. And recently, of course, he's dropped a collab with Abel. And, you know, since then, he's just been living life. Now, this is sort of just um, I I. I guess you could say not really an expectation, but um, I read the Billboard article on just what Post, Post Malone's been up to. So I will use, you know, bits and pieces of the articles to integrate his forthcoming album and some of his quotes and just some things that I would like to hear and just, you know, sort of my thoughts on Post Malone. This will probably be what the first video I've spoken about Post Malone on, on the podcast, on streaming platforms and on YouTube as well. So where do I start with um, that grand rambling I just went off of? Well, for starters, where's Post Malone been? He's not really, really in the limelight too much. And if you're not aware, my man, my man lives in Utah. So basically the middle of nowhere um, for anybody listening from Utah. I don't know. Is, is it is it active? Let me stop. Let me stop. Um, but he lives in Utah, which obviously is completely different from LA. Something to you know live a more private life, enjoy life, stay away from all the cameras, all the bullshit, and just a twenty four seven work overload. Now you're probably asking, why do I want to hear about this stuff? Well, for starters, if you're a fan of Post Malone or just genuinely curious, this could you know give you bits and pieces of what to the what the album can have as far as content, any sonic influences. But most importantly, I don't know, talk about Post Malone's pretty dope. What do you guys think? But with that, one of the quotes that got my attention um, when it comes to this forthcoming album would be the fact that he doesn't want to make an album with filler tracks. He doesn't want to have a large amount of tracks to bring up streams, to create renovu- uh, renovu- uh, revenue. And it's something, I wouldn't say conflict, but there was definitely a conversation that had to be had with the label where he doesn't want to give up his artistry, his um, creativity for the sake of numbers. And at at that, um, with that as well, being in Utah has allowed him to, again, live his life, be able to be creative again. And then I'll read a quote from the actual interview that there are very few distractions. You think about everything at the same time and it's fucking overload. There's a lot of writing on the music. There's a lot writing on just being able to keep making songs. And that's hard to do because you're like, fuck, I already talked about everything and you kind of run out of ideas. And that's scary shit. Now, for an, uh, an artist like Post Malone that, you know, at the top, at the top of the industry, dishing out amazing albums, amazing tracks. Burnout is a thing. And the last thing we want is for an artist to have burnout and, you know, just release trash music or have a mental breakdown. Um, Something that you might see Doja Cat complaining about how, you know, it's burnout. Now, is this for me saying that we need to have sympathy for our favorite artists and celebrities? Fuck no, not at all. But I guess just to understand where his mindset has been the past couple of years. 
And with that, what I said before, with the label, not wanting to make a lot of tracks, him wanting to take a break and just enjoy life. I'm assuming this will be a more introspective album. Again, my favorite word of all time, apparently. And just to, you know, um, what kind of what kind of shit goes down in your head, man? I mean, you know, with the pandemic, you enjoying just living out in Utah, hunting, playing video games. How will you be able to put, I was about to say paint. I guess you could say this, paint this on an album for us to listen. I guess those would be some questions that I'm asking myself before I listen to the album. You know, y'all, y'all following me with this, right? Okay, good. I, I want to make sure I didn't lose you. Now, Ultimately, I will probably make this a separate video, basically on his come up, because there's a lot of details in this interview that I didn't know about Post Malone as far as like who he was working with, how were things going about, the bidding wars. But to go back on, you know, again, what kind of mindset are we going in with the album? One of his, I believe, manager's quotes is that he describes the album as sort of um, a marriage of molten lava and fire and cyan blues and whites, the duality, the balance of everything. I think that's what, I think that's what makes this album feel like it's glued together. That's some beautiful stuff to hear from a manager. Um, and I'm not expecting this to be the greatest album of all time and incredibly high standards. No, because at, you know, if you're going a hundred percent with it all the way on a quote like that, you could have a situation like the baby where he said, oh, I'm not blaming it on baby, but Kirk was going to be the next Carter three. We all know that shit wasn't going to be the next Carter three. And we also know the incredibly high standard, the Carter three set. So for you to even compare yourself to Carter three, Wayne, I can't say you out of your mind, but I, I don't even appreciate either. You, you, you on some other stuff right now. The baby, whenever he said that, I read that and I was just like, wow, that, that, that. And I was just like, yeah, he's, he's high as shit. He definitely not, he not Wayne. He not even on Wayne right now. But before I go off on that tangent, so with the concept of duality, introspection, and the album actually being 45 minutes, I, I can't wait for the narrative. I can't wait for the concepts concepts he's going to be talking about. But overall, a fun album. Um, Even though his albums have been relatively long, with about 18 tracks each from Stoney, Beer Bongs, and Bentleys, and Hollywood's Bleeding, it's never felt like a long listen for me. I've always felt the albums go by quick, maybe because I'm a fan and I enjoy almost every single track. But I never really even felt like it had too much filler. Just because those albums really don't have a, a general theme or concept, at least maybe until I listened to it for that purpose. But it was just, it's amazing background music, amazing music for the beach, amazing uh, music being out, smoking, drinking, Mario Kart, whatever it may be, man. Post Malone's music's just great overall. Now, before I go into another tangent, uh, to quote the amount of tracks that he doesn't want to do, trying to shove 20 to 25 songs, it doesn't work. Talking to the label, it's like, oh, if you have left songs, you're not going to stream as much. But the whole thing is you don't want to compromise your art and your gut vibe on anything. I've made a lot of compromises, especially musically, but now I don't feel like I want to anymore. I don't need a number one. That doesn't matter to me no more. At a point, it did. And ironically, even um, not to say that he's always focused on just the artistry 100%, because clearly the labels had uh, you know, a bit back and forth with him throughout the years as far as like, hey, what you need to do for the album. But Post Malone is able to do ridiculous numbers for like whenever I heard Circles, I didn't think it would go on to 
being number one for running on the charts as long as it did. Not saying that it was a bad song. Uh, not one bit. It's amazing. But I just didn't expect it. A lot of his music happens to pop off organically. I don't I don't feel an artificial push from the label side. Clearly, they do stuff in the background. But he's able to drop hits just being himself. And I enjoy it. You know, I think that's about it that I want to talk about as far as the Billboard interview. I probably will integrate parts of it, especially has come up in a separate video should I want to do a series like that. But this makes me happy to hear. He's sort of been, you know, out of the out of uh, the media's attention for about three years. He's a guy that likes to play, again, Magic's Gathering, video games, shoot his guns, drinks his beer, and just overall enjoys life and gives fucking great music. I'm just going to keep it that descriptive. No need to get super analytical or descriptive because this isn't a review or anything like that. But just um, how would I call this format? I'm not really sure. I guess a sort of expectation breakdown of an announcement. And I would like to do this, too, whenever there is an interview of an artist, sort of just summarize certain key points, things that interested me, certain quotes that, you know, whether it's music related or something else. I don't know. The stuff that... I find interesting, I guess. And hopefully you guys find it interesting as well. With that, that's the end of the episode coming at, what, nine minutes of your time dedicated to listening to this. I appreciate y'all. Seriously, be expecting another episode. Um, I would say drop a like, but for those on streaming platforms, there's not really a like button. So share this. If you have social media, share it on your story. Tell a friend, whatever it may be. I'm out.